It's Randy's Rock of Life, and I have Danny here, and that's a funny story. You were just talking about the cabin. That was a very interesting time, my friend. And my cousin, naked, drunk off his <laughs> ass. I don't even remember, and I hate to say I don't even because I'm not with that girl anymore. So I, it's kind of reminiscing over that uh, that story. But the thing about it was, was he was so drunk that he walked up, and he, I remember sleeping, and I woke up, and here I see a pair of nuts. <laughs> hang, and I'm talking, I mean, Shane's got a big pair of nuts. Uh, so he's he's standing there, uh, and it was horrible, man. I was like, whoa, bro. There's a lot of good times. Your flat your life flashed. Oh, did it ever. Oh my God, dude. It was it was kind of one of those things that I, I it just scarred me, I think, for life, man. It really did. It, it was insane. So from then on you had to sleep with one eye open. Dude, always. It's like, oh nuts. So yeah, I, I remember that. I'm like, dude, he, we had so much fun there. And I, I know it's kind of a you know, obviously a touchy subject regardless, but um we had some good times. Oh, yeah. Fishing, swimming, volleyball. Yeah. Lots of drinking. Lots of drinking. I think I had a couple tent adventures, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was good times. <laughs> Absolutely. When we were young. When we were young, man. That's, that's what it's all about, man. So uh, we're just sitting here and we're planning this trip. So we're going to Colorado next month. We're doing a dude's weekend, a bunch of us. And... We're planning the thing. Now, I have never done an Airbnb. So tell me why this is a good way to go. Airbnb is basically like you're going to your aunt, uncle's house, a best friend's house. They're welcoming you. It's cozy. Unlike a hotel, motel Mm -hmm. where, you know, you're walking down a dirty hall. Right. You don't know what type of people are there. Dude, you got to think about the people that have slept there before you. Not that like the Airbnb. Because I think the Airbnb was kind of like an upgrade. From a hotel. Right. That's what I would think. But, yeah, I mean, so because we talked about this last time a little bit, that you said you have to, like, send pictures and do whatever. Is that correct? Um, or at least you, something. You, you have a profile picture, and then they they kind of do a small background check on you to make sure you're, you know, you're nice enough to stay there. You're not going to trash the place or rob the place. Is that the person that's renting the place, or is that the entire group? That's uh, – uh, uh, the person who's written the place, uh-huh. and then uh, Airbnb does a background search. Nice. Besides, uh, the those that own own the individual property. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. And usually, it's a pretty quick process, then, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, tell me what is our plan. So I'm. I took the time off. I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. And you work in the beer business. So what are we going to be doing while we're up there? Well, if we stay in Longmont, I'm. I'm trying to schedule a brewery tour to uh, Left Hand Brewery, one of one of our our beers, excellent beers, mm. uh, to uh, hang out there, have some beers, maybe get a behind scenes look at how the beer's made, how it's bottled, Hell. packaged. Yes. And then uh, I got another friend who uh, they have another distributorship that has Avery beer uh, that's in Longmont too, and I was going to work on getting. A brew tour slash, you know, drinking, yeah. sampling, and uh, <clears throat> it's just going to be a good time, you know. If you know, I think everybody likes different beers, likes trying something new. Yeah, this is this is what this trip's going to be about. 
something new. Dude, it's a dude weekend. It's, you know, I mean, is it going to be like the hangover? Am I going to be concerned? Am I going to have to tell my chick, like, uh, I don't know what happened? No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's just a bunch of bunch of guys, you know, actually f- friends through the years and, and meeting, meeting other guys that are similar in our uh, personalities and likes. We're just going to go have a good time, do some hiking, sightseeing, beer drinking, mm-hmm. and eating. Dude, oh, yeah. The food. The food. Well, in this time of year, going in mid-October to Colorado, first of all, is going to be beautiful, hands down. Oh, I mean, absolutely. The, the weather, you know, the, tree, the trees change and everything else, but uh, just doing some hiking, man, it'd be fun. I mean, dude, it's been a rough uh, month and a half, man. I haven't done a podcast with you in a minute, and uh, just period, and I, I just, it's been a really rough time for me, yeah. personally, and so I'm kind of like really looking forward to... Uh, having an opportunity to get out of Dodge uh, and do something. Just to take the, the load off of you for, for a weekend, just to let loose, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No worries. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's it's just there's just been so much going on. And, and you know, with – and I think that's the thing. As we've gotten older, man, we just get in the routine and we're just constantly on the go and it's just and day in, day out type of stuff. And, you know, oh, hey, next weekend's the Husker games. Oh, well, maybe they'll win next weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. And, it, you know – as I'm getting older, I, I I start thinking, you know what? Let's get out of that routine. Let yes. let's let's try to plan some trips. Let's try to get get you know personal friends together more, mm-hmm. because before you know it, we're gonna be in old folks' home and Hello. we're gonna be bingo. We're gonna be wishing that you know that we were able to hang out more, talk more, you know, share moments more. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I've, um, with my mom uh, being in a rehab facility, I've had to go, vi- and I've wanted, obviously, to go visit my mom. And it's it's sad when you walk through those areas in the hallways, and obviously with a lot of the COVID stuff as well, uh, which is a huge thing. Um, you see everybody kind of just locked away in their rooms. And it's kind of, it's it, I get it. It's extremely depressing, but you're just getting there to do what you got to do, especially through the rehab place. But right. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's got to be tough all the way around. I mean, it's got to feel for them like a segregated prison system. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I know my mom made parole the other day, so she was super excited. <laughs> she was. She's like, "I'm out of here," and I'm like, "I get it, mom." But uh, unfortunately, uh, what the doctor did originally the first time did not hold uh, all the way, which you know we kind of knew was going to happen. So now she's going to have a full uh, hip replacement. Um, so I said, Mom, look at it this way. You're going to have like the Shakira hip now. You're going to be able to. Yeah, you know, you're going to be able to bend, thrust. Yeah, you'll be good to go. And she's like, all right, I'm all about it. So so she's getting that done. But, man, it's just been just so much stuff going on. Obviously, losing both grandparents within a couple of weeks was really damaging for me. And, you know, anytime. And, I, you know, I think that was the hardest thing. It's like my grandpa, you would think your grandparents are going to live forever, you know? Absolutely. And that's tough. So I got to I gotta ask you this. Yeah. Um, what was it like when after you first lost the first grandparent and then the transition of knowing you lost your second? It was um, it was extremely unexpected um, because my grandma, oh, they had been married uh, 70 years. And that was by far the longest since then they had ever been apart from each other. So my grandma had not uh, been, I mean, she she was older. But she hadn't been like hospice. She hadn't been in the hospital. There was nothing. And, you know, I firmly believe she died of a broken heart, man. I mean, it was just she was sad. And 
Uh, she knew it was time um, for my grandpa to go, but it was also so surreal. Uh, but within 16 days of each other, you know, to have my grandpa pass away to that. Um, my grandpa, I took extremely hard because he was a very um, big, important male figure in my life. So that was huge. And then to have my grandma uh, that fast, it, dude, I, I think it was, I was numb, man. It was really tough to to feel um, like, how, well, how did that happen so fast, you know? Gotcha. So have you had the breaking point where you just break down, you like... And um, I, I don't think I did with my grandma as fast. Um, with my grandpa, dude, I was a wreck. I mean, it was. I, I When I went to go see him and um, that Tuesday, um, I was able to go see him in the evening and then he passed away uh, the next day. No, he, I saw him on Monday. He passed away on Tuesday. And, dude, just that moment. But it was so hard for me because he was – they had – he didn't want to – I think he knew. And he didn't want to do it in the hospital. So we wanted to go home. So they had a uh, a bed kind of in the living room and, and like, cause we kind of knew. Right. And so when he was there, what, you know, I held his hand and we talked and, and we just had this, this great conversation of the many years that him and I'd had together. And then, um, I, my, my aunt had asked me something and he asked for his wife, which is my grandma, of course. And when they were holding hands, dude, it, I, I lost my shit, man. I mean, I bawled like a baby and it was so hard for me because I saw these people that had one that had raised me since I was born, but also that had been uh, just been together for seventy years, man. Yeah, that's a lot of you know aches, pains, work, ins, outs, happiness, dude. And to I remember asking him, you know, through my you know trials and tribulations with dating and relationships and a marriage and everything else, and they're like, you know, it just they would always give me the advice through my entire life and it dude to be able to when i saw them hold, i mean it was straight notebook style dude and it was like them holding hands and it was just like dude i 100 percent lost it after that and it was so hard uh to and i remember i remember calling anna afterwards and, and i was just like dude I, I couldn't even drive home i literally stopped at like a walgreens parking lot i freaking lost it you know because it was so dude it was so hard to to have that and i think you know, like when my dad died, it happened so suddenly the way that was. But to have my grandpa that I had known for so many years and had been such a pivotal person in my life um, through that, it, it just did. It was tough. And, and just, you know, seeing seeing them laying in bed, you know. Yeah. Half of their selves. Yeah. I mean, and, that's the biggest thing. They don't look like themselves. And that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, I had to go through that with, with my mom. Mm-hmm. And you, you could you could tell it was coming because she went from being a normal person to a zombie. Yeah. And then it was gone. Yeah. And did she go through the hospice stage or Uh, what happened a lot like your grandfather? She wanted to be at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was, it was crazy. It was a Sunday. She was over at my aunt's just normal herself, you Mm -hmm. know, nothing wrong. And she looked at my aunt and she's like, I got to get home. I got to get home. And my aunt's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I just got to get home. Mm-hmm. So my aunt got her home that Sunday, and that's when everything just started going downhill. And uh, she uh, passed away that Thursday. But uh, the craziest thing is the night before she passed, how mm-hmm. I knew she passed, I smelled cigarette smoke in my bedroom. I don't smoke. My significant other doesn't smoke. And I knew that mom crossed the other line wow and 
that was the craziest moment dude. that I experienced. Yeah, it, it, dude, it's tough when you're especially someone obviously close with your mom, obviously, and I've I've known you for a zillion years, and that was it was very very tough, man. And in any, you know, it's been how long now? Uh, three years. Yeah, and it just, dude, it feels like it, you know it was yesterday. It 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 never goes away. No. It's always in the back of your head because you know there's some t- a lot of times you want to just call them, you know, just say hey I love you or how you doing or mm-hmm. hey you know I need some advice, you know, things like that. But you know you're always going to have them in their heart and in in your mind. You know you're going to have the those memories and you know you just got to keep going. Absolutely, and I think that there dude, there's always. Uh, people looking out. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that my dad has not looked over me over the years, you know, and especially with my daughter, my son, or, you know, and just even now he'd be so happy. He'd be like, well, you better pick up your Spanish boy. You know, <laughs> like, you know, he's like, you better learn better now, man. But yeah, it's dude, it's, and it's hard. And you know, when I, when I look at the family that I'm with now and, and I see the joy in the, uh, I mean, you know these kids here, man. They make yeah, me laugh. All, they are great kids, man. They they ain't gonna lie. They piss me off sometimes, but that's what kids do. I mean, I was exactly the same way. Exactly. If you're not pissing off your parent, you're not doing a good job. Yeah, it's like the other day when Isabel came home at three in the morning. I was like, "What are you doing? You should not be out that late, you, dude." I totally sounded like my mom or my dad. Only bad things happen after midnight, and you, dude, it was oh my god, you know. See, that's a good thing, though, is your grandparents, your mother have left things inside you that you take with you that you're passing along to other people that are going to take and pass it along to other people that they, you Mm -hmm. know, they uh, come in contact with. Well, absolutely, man. I mean, we've got, you know, the oldest is 19 and I'm like, dude, let me tell you about boys. You know, you think that boy likes you? No, he doesn't. He wants this or that or this and that. If anything that I can help. Uh, and teach and and, in experiences I've been through is that I just want to help and put them hopefully in a direction where I can educate if anything absolutely you don't want to you don't want to preach you want to teach and you're hoping that their ears are open to receive it yeah because a lot of times their ears are closed they only see one thing and one thing only oh yeah and then they come back you know six months later a year later oh you're right you're right yep Oh, I know. And it's like, that's, you don't want to go through all that, man. I mean, dude, trust me, I've, I had influences. I mean, and my dad was a huge influence, obviously, for me uh, growing up and that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's, I think that's what you want to do is you just want to be able to, to, to teach to people and be like, hey, man, it's, you know, this is, you know, it's like, no, that boy, why are you, why are you going to his house? Hell no. No, no, you, that's too easy. You don't want to go to his house. Right, right. You know? The cool thing is we're getting older. We we learned our lessons, you know. Yeah. And now we're we're getting at that age where we're starting to teach those what what we did right, what we did wrong. Yep. Cuz I mean, I wish I had that when I when I was in my 20s. Oh yeah, dude. I was <laughs> uh, Yeah, we all <laughs> I, I mean, coming, you know, how to how, how to treat girls, uh yeah. how to invest money, how to yep. save. You know, I had to learn that the hard way for myself. Oh, absolutely, man. There was a lot of, like, I've so rebuilt my credit and done so many different things in my life. And it's just like, you know, and, and that Anna is always on. She's like, you're so good with your money. You're so Let me tell you, because I was fucking stupid with my money when I was young. That's yeah. why. I went up. I went down. I think I owed some old Navy credit card for years. I, you know, it's like stupid shit like that, you know? And I think that's the thing. It's like, if anything that you can help teach is that, you know, is those things. You know, absolutely. Uh, the the one thing that I can say I I am 
proud or appreciative is the older people in my life that were, you know, I'm not talking about the someone in the 30s or 40s. I'm talking 60s, 70s, 80s. I learned so much from them. Yep. How to how to treat people, how to be respectful, mm-hmm. how how to treat up women. Yeah, always open the door for a girl. Absolutely, open yeah. the car door. Absolutely, and that should never stop. I don't care how old you are. Now, I will say, the other day I was at the store. I think I was at the Family Dollar because my cats are bougie and they want only particular style style of cat treats. Okay, <laughs> so I was there the other day, and there was a guy with his his girlfriend. I'm, I'm maybe wife. I don't know. They were probably in their sixties. Uh, early 70s perhaps and dude i kid you not this dude was in ripped jeans had a black t-shirt on and i was all like dude you i mean he looks dude he looks styling and his chick was in like a black shirt and all that and dude they were probably in their 60s or 70s and i was like man that's cool that's awesome dude he was he was in a ripped jeans and had some like really cool you know sneaks on and all that i'm like dude this is this was cool man i opened the door for the guy i'm like dude rock on rock right in there absolutely it, it, you know for us you know we shouldn't be just to settle when we get older we should still have that wild crazy side on us but mature Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I know sometimes I'm all like, it's 10 o'clock. It's time for bed. You know, it's like, dude, when did that happen? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I remember you used to be closing the bar. Now I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, but see, if you look at it now that we're older families, Hell yeah. that it's not about us. It's about our families. We got, we got to provide. We, you know, we got to sacrifice other things for them. Oh, absolutely. Those, you know, when the girls get up to go to school in the morning, they want to say hi or they... You know, or, or volleyball, and they got volleyball going on right now. And my goal, my goal is to get them to play basketball. I think you can. I, I think I, you some, can. Do. I'm going to have to do some stuff. They may make me do a TikTok or something, but I promise you, I'm going to try to get them into playing basketball this summer. Oh, uh, I got to be around for that TikTok. Yeah, dude. Let me t- I only look at TikTok when I'm on the crapper, man. That's really that's <laughs> pretty much my only time. If I do have time, that's what I do. But between my crazy lifestyle and all that, but dude, it's no, man. I, you know, I think that's the thing. It's when you look back, it's like sometimes you see the Facebook. It's like a bunch of people partying, and then it's like a guy and a girl and their kids. And it's like, no, this is the life. And you know what? You're right, man. When I told myself that years and years and years ago, you know, when I was working, you know, doing, you know, a lot of radio in different places and partying and bands and tour buses and backstage and all the life that it was. When you look at those things and it's like, yeah, that's great. It's good time. And and all the, the parties that went on. But the days when these girls come home or the boys come home and they want to tell me or Sebastian's like, dude, I heard Queensryche today. Let me tell you about Queensryche. I'm like, oh, tell me more. Go ahead. Yeah, please do. And he's, the other day, he had all his buddies over here and they're jamming out playing the bass and the acoustic and the electric and they're just have a whole band going on down here. Dude, that's beautiful for me. You know? Absolutely. I mean, when you're, when you're young or, or into that partying scene, yeah, you don't get much out of it. You get mainly a hangover and waking up sometimes yeah. somewhere where you don't want to wake up. Yeah, but to be able to, <laughs> yeah, but to but to be able to have you know the family life, it, it it's enjoyable. It's it's precious because you get to see these young uh, men and women grow into mature men and women. Yeah, and then your partner, you're growing with her. And you two are learning from each other, and you're growing together, and it just it, it feels great. It does, man. We've we've been together for uh, over well almost a year now, and the growth I've seen, especially with the the older 
uh, kids, Julian and Isabel. Uh, Isabel, in the last couple years, especially, or like even year, whatever, she's just developed in so much, like in the aspect of work ethic. She has two jobs now, and she's picking better boys and all that. And if I've had anything to do with it, I, I feel blessed at all. But if anything, I, I just hope that I encourage and, you know, though she can, you know, fart like a mother trucker in the house, that, you know, and I'm proud of her for that. Let her roll. Um, but in, in with Julian, boy, he's he's working hard and he's, you know, now he's, you know, working in the kitchen and he's got a raise. I mean, he's making more money than some of the dudes that I know, you know. And so, yeah. That's, you know, that's what it's about, you know, instilling those uh, techniques in, in into them to want to better perform themselves. And then you get the, the reward of seeing their success. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing, man, is as, as you know, things that I've I've struggled with with my daughter and my relationship with her is 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 difficult always, is because all I do is I love that girl and all I want for her is to do better and to have the best life possible and to be the best mom possible. And you know, when you when you see that, it's frustrating because, dude, I remember being that age and I know how uh, you know I bucked a lot and I did that kind of stuff. But I. I got into my career so young because I lost my dad that like I didn't have anybody else. That was right. it. I was on my own. I was like, dude, you got to figure it out. You got to work three jobs to survive. You know, I didn't have the luxury of you know this money or that money, whatever. I did it on my own, and and I think that was really really tough. But with with her, I especially want is just you know there is a lot of anger. There's a lot of bitter there with her and it, it, from from her, and it makes it it makes it difficult because all you want to do is extend the olive branch, you know. Absolutely, you're just you know you're trying to help her to get the best out of herself and out of her life. Yeah. And right now, you know, her mind's cloudy. She's not seeing it. No. But I guarantee you, maybe not today, maybe not six months, mm-hmm. but a couple of years down the line, she's going to realize, hey, my dad, he was just trying to look out for me and trying to help me. Yep. Do better. Absolutely. It's that's 100%, man. And those grandbabies, man, they're only going to get older and they're going to want, you know, they just want things. And I know the smile on those girls' faces. Oh, you know? they're, they're cute kids. Dude, oh my God, those girls. And they're so funny when they're like, Grandpa. But the hardest thing is, man, it's like, dude, I want better for you. You know, it's like, look, I understand maybe the relationship you're in right now is not the best in the world or this or that. Like, dude, man, I you try to be supportive no matter what but here's the biggest thing man dude if you're gonna be with my kid i expect certain expectations just like any other guy absolutely would want for their kids and the same thing i tell any of these kids here is like dude if anything you know it's it's you have to take responsibility but just be proud of being where you are in your life you know just like you know for human being treat other people how you want to be treated yes and if and if you 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 make a couple kids you know go out work sacrifice damn right because it's all going to pay off at the at the end of the day when you get to come home kick your feet up and your and your two little ones come in your lap and you're hugging them and they're smiling because they're so happy to see you and your significant other's happy to see you yeah a lot of you know a lot of people are selfish and they don't they don't get to see that or you know they see it mm-hmm. but they don't understand it yep and that's you know that's sad it is sad man it's like dude i would have given i fought and fought and fought to be in my daughter's life man it was an extremely struggle i mean dude i was going through the loss of my dad and all this all at the same time and court paperworks and you know lawyers and all dude it was a horrible situation but you but you know what 
at the end of the day, you show that woman that you love her mm-hmm. and that you'll do whatever it takes to be in her life. Most, most, maybe 50, 60, 70% of moms and dads, they don't care. They'll walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Instead of investing that in their time in that child that they created. Right. So hats off to hats off to you for for going through all that. Like it, I said, in the long run, she's going to realize, hey, my dad a, was trying. It's a struggle, dude, because um, there's a lot of um, I wouldn't say I mean anger. I think I don't I don't know, man. And it's it's very brutal because I'm like, why would you push away the person that wants to help you the most? All I want to do is help you do whatever. Dude, you have so many possibilities in your life. I want you to go to college. I want you to be successful. You don't even have to go to college if you don't want to be successful. I'm just saying, like, just try to do, like, push yourself to be the best you possibly can, you know, to to be that person. And I think that's really hard sometimes, you know, to get the, get that point across. Uh, absolutely. Sometimes, I mean, well, there are times you got to let them fall. Yeah, you gotta let them fall and let them get to the bottom. Done, you know, the one to climb back up. Yeah, and I think that's what what you got to do right now with with your situation with her. Yeah, I mean, it's never okay to take the easy way out. Anybody can take the easy way out, but what makes you different? What makes you the person that you know you want to be? That's the hard road. There's two paths. Anybody can take the freaking easy road. Oh, absolutely. You know. But the ups and you know the struggles, the ups and downs. Don't take the easy way out because that's the only way. You know, it's like, dude, it, it, these kids are going to continue to grow and be, you know, look at you, and you are the mentor of those children right now. Absolutely. Everything that you do, they they're a sponge, and they watch you, and it's like that's the thing. You have to take pride at what you do. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so but I don't know, man. I just sorry, I can get on a tangent forever on that one, but. Oh no! There's a. I was just thinking. There's a country song, Montgomery Gentry. Hi. They talk. They uh, had a song talking about uh, the son was talking to the dad because the dad flew uh, fighter jets in in the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and his son didn't go to school like mother wanted him to. He ended up having a just a normal job, provided for his family and his. And his dad said, you know, if that's the best you can do, then you did it, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, dude, it, it, no matter what it is, and even, I mean, you think of all the people, and, and of course, right now, especially through quarantine, COVID, everything that's going on, not to mention all the healthcare workers, okay? First and foremost, first responders, healthcare workers, everybody that's going through what we're going through, all the people that work at restaurants, all the people that work at all the other places, man, they are doing just so much, too. Because, dude, all the restaurants, all this stuff, man, they're helping out on everybody. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're actually, a lot of them are taking uh, some of the uh, depression away from us. Yeah. Because we're able to go to a restaurant. Are the healthcare workers able to, you know, say something funny to put a smile on our mm-hmm. face? You know, are, you know, just normal uh, people just walking by saying hello? Yeah. Yeah. And, and everywhere is short-staffed. I mean, no matter if, I mean, restaurants are closing early right now because there's not enough people. I'm like, dude, I don't know where people are not coming back to work. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to work. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a good feeling to be able to go do a job, get paid, come home and know that you earned it. Yes. You didn't, you didn't borrow from the government. You, right. you don't get hand me outs from the state. Right. You worked your butt off. That is your little piece of 
piece of the island. Mm-hmm. You own it. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean, there ain't nothing better than coming home to your casa. See, Spanish casa. Yay! Look at me go. Hey. The weddle knows a little Espanol. A little Espanol, yeah. Gordita Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dan, I'll let you do your thing, man. As we still kind of continue our um, conversations and different things, but also our trip to uh, Colorado coming up, which I'm super excited about. Um, Obviously, the Huskers almost beat Oklahoma the other day. Uh, Are you predicting something for Michigan State? I think Nebraska will win by four points if they show up, if they they play for each other, play as a team. There you go. They're going to... They're gonna make it a good game. That's what I'm talking about. But it's Nebraska, so we'll wait. Uh, we'll wait and see. Our kicking team needs a little help. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. A lot of help. Lot of help. Lot of help. Yeah, I've seen. I saw Lieutenant Dan. Hey, are you guys taking uh, you know, any spots? Oh, I, I, I seen that mean. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was pretty was funny. Horrible man. I did see uh, Black Veil Brides dead and in, in this moment the other day, in Lincoln. How was it? That was a great freaking show, man. Out, it was outside and um, on the side or on the streets. That's Lincoln on the streets, and it was right in front of the Capitol, like a couple blocks past. Oh, very cool, dude! So it was like the stage, Capitol, Moon was. Out. It was a beautiful night, but uh, just great to see live music, man. You know? Oh yeah, I'm I'm itching to see some live music. I'm hoping the Foo Fighters uh, eh, make swing a pit through. Stop. Yeah, there's a lot of shows, man. I'm just excited just to have music again. So, Danny, thank you very much for swinging by as always, man. As we uh, plan our trip and get ready to get out of town, and dude, I'm um, I'm gonna say, uh, please keep the cameras away. I don't want anybody to see me completely hammered. And brother, <laughs> let's please talk about this. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's Randy's Rocket Life.